0: Welcome to Wellspring, a spoken word podcast to pour out gospel truth into the hearts and minds of Christians and empower them to live it out. The theme of season one is Contrary. We'll be looking at how the gospel compels us to live contrary to popular opinion, no matter the earthly consequences, no matter the discomfort, no matter the cultural pushback, because Jesus is worth it. Today's word is a response to the self-love movement that has permeated our culture over the last few years, the seemingly innocent messages and media that slowly and dangerously pull us away from our need for Jesus. Self-love is basically self-worship, creating idols out of our own inner being, and it is a trendy lie that must be called out for the sake of our souls and the sake of his glory. This is wellspring. Be your best self. You are worthy. You are capable of amazing things. You just do you. Beauty begins the moment you decide to be yourself. Darling, you are fabulous. You don't need anyone else. This self-love talk is all over our culture. Instagram, Pinterest, TV shows, t-shirts. All you really need is to love and accept yourself, then everything will be better. Your life will be fuller and richer and brighter because you don't need the world's approval. You just need you. Well, half of that is true. You don't need the world's approval, but you're going to need a whole lot more than you to meet the needs inside of you, to make you feel renewed, But if you add the rest of the equation to those flashy little mantras, they don't sound quite as nice. They lose that zing, that spice that makes every man and woman out there want this self-love life. Yet for those of you who've tried it, you probably know the truth. The answer is not in loving ourselves Because this isn't what we're designed to do. We aren't supposed to be able to muster up from within everything we need in this life to be happy, whole, content. There aren't enough pedicures, spa days, therapy sessions, calligraphy lessons, whiskey, wine, or TV shows to soothe the ache in our souls. Our love isn't enough if it's just our love. But thankfully, that is not the end of the road. A love does exist that can meet all our needs and not the fluffy hallmark love that fades to despair once the feelings deplete a true, deep love, unconditional, unearned, unwavering that only Jesus Christ can bring. And once you have had an encounter with Christ, with the gracious, just, righteous Son of God who died, the excruciating, humiliating, undeserved death of a sinner, because of the sin that we have inside, because of our selfishness, anger, and pride, because we didn't have what it takes to make ourselves right, if any of you have encountered that Christ, the Christ who conquered death so you'd have true life, the Christ whose glory causes all creation to sing of his might, the Christ who made a way for you to be perfect in his sight, your mantra would forever be, Jesus is all I need. If you've encountered the love that he brings, self-love would no longer sound appealing. What could I possibly offer myself that Jesus has not already freely given me? I was a slave to my own ambition. His grace transformed my heart's desires. I was troubled by the cares of this world. He lifted me out from the muck and the mire. I was afraid of so many things. His love cast out fear and brought me peace. So it's not out of obligation or duty that I end up on my knees saying Jesus is all I need. Rather, it's the only possible response in light of what he's done for me. He covered me in his own blood so I wouldn't have to bleed. He experienced hell, separation from God as he hung and died on that tree. He faced my enemy for me and crushed Satan under his feet. He claimed the victory, bringing my good and spreading his glory. He left the tomb empty after three days so death would have no hold on me. He conquered all sin fully and forever and opened the gates to eternity. Jesus is all I need. And any message this world tries to send me, whether subtle or blunt, is incomplete unless it makes him my identity. I've encountered my God in a life-changing way, in a heart transplant, create new affections, never look back kind of way. And since this is the case, self-love can no longer be my aim. I have all the love I need because who he says I am is what I claim. And he says, You are your best self with your eyes fixed on me. You are worthy through redemption that the cross made a reality. You are capable of amazing things in my holy name. You just do you and do it all for my fame. Beauty begins the moment you decide to be like Christ. Darling, you're fabulous because you are mine. You see, the beauty of Jesus Is in his simplicity. And we miss it when we add our presuppositions and theories. He loves me. He wants me. He died so I would be complete. He longs for me to be set free from sin and shame and worry, from the pressure of loving myself in order to fulfill some deep seated need. He fulfills them all perfectly. If I'll let go, so he can intercede and transform my very being into someone whose natural response must be. Jesus is all I need.
1: The gospel and self-love
0: cannot coexist. As Tim Keller says, the gospel is this. We are more sinful and flawed in ourselves than we ever dared believe. Yet at the very same time, we are more loved and accepted in Jesus Christ than we ever dared hope And that sinful, flawed inner self is what makes Jesus, the cross, salvation so beautiful. Grace is amazing because we are not enough. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one will dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So let's not look inward. Let's look to the cross. Let's not listen to the voices of this world. Let's listen to the Spirit. Let's show the world the greatest love there ever is or ever will be does not originate inside of us, but in the one who loved us first. Today's episode was created and produced by Allison Womack. For more resources on how to live out your faith, please visit wellspringcreative.org. For a list of references and scriptures used in today's episode, see the show notes. Until next time, go in the good of the gospel.